Derek Moneyberg here. You're about to download some key money-making philosophies in your head with this next lesson. And once you do, go to moneyberg.com and let's accelerate your success even faster. You know, probably the first time that I, really where that came from, this is a hell of a story. So, you know, I, I was 17 and sitting in jail. And I was 18 and I was back in jail, by the way. So in, in, that, in that time of my life, I spent 90 days in jail when I was supposed to be in my senior year of high school. Uh, and uh, later I took a GED for, for those that are like, what the fuck? This guy's a high school dropout. <laughs> yeah, I am a high school dropout. And then, you know, then I had to take a GED later. I was 19, I took my little you know, GED class for, for foreign people. That's like a high school equivalency test. Okay? And then um, that guy's leaving. He's like, fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> the, story, the story gets better, man. The story gets better. <laughs> The, you know, I, I went to, uh, I, w I had to go to community college then. I took my little exam and I went to community college, you know, highest honors. Then I got scholarship money. I got admitted to Northwestern and I got admitted to University of Chicago. Then I got admitted to a third school that was, uh, uh, they gave me 50% tuition. And I, w and I was stupid to take it. So I took the 50% off tuition and I went to a lower quality school than I could have gone to. And I was stupid to take it. I was stupid. If I had a do, if I had a do-over, I would have gone to the brand name school and paid full price instead of taking the 50% scholarship. But anyway, um, and I rationalized that the school that I did go to was ranked number two in entrepreneurship amongst undergrad schools. Now there's probably competing against 30 programs or something that are undergrad institutions that had an entrepreneurship uh, major at that time. So it was a small pool, but that was a rationalization that I made. I'm gonna answer your question specifically in a second, but so some backstory for people that. Uh, don't know me as well for guests and whatnot. Um, so, you know, anyway, I, highest honors there. And then later I went to graduate school at University of Chicago and uh, it was, you know, the number one ranked MBA program at the time. Um, how did I, you know, out of 416 in our country, um, so how did I start doing that originally? That was a gift. And, you, know, and you, don't, you don't feel like a gift at the time, you know? But that was a gift at the time that like, many of you haven't had the time. When's the last time that you had a few weeks to just sit around and think and do nothing? It's like, your, your whole life, you're just doing stuff, you know? You're doing stuff that, that are in, internal goals, is things that you had an internal you know, intention or a locus of control of like, you know, oh, I set a goal, so I'm gonna go accomplish that shit. And then you're doing a lot of stuff that other people are making demands of you, and you haven't learned to say the word no yet. No is a fantastic word, it's one syllable. You know, uh, the OG Warren Buffett says, uh, you know, 99 no's for every one yes. So you should say no 99 times for every one thing that you say yes to. So that, that was a time where, you, you know, you got nothing else to do. You're not going to, you don't go to jail to make friends, you know. There's just, a, you know, the, the, the worst part is not that you're, you have a lack of freedom to go do stuff. The worst part is that you're surrounded by a bunch of idiots and you have no choice but to listen to their buffoonery all day. Day, day and night. How many of you have been in jail at some time and have some vague idea of what a, yeah, of course, yeah. What's up, man? Um, <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> and, the, and the other dude in the room is sitting next to you, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I see that, you fucking, they met on fucking E-Block or some shit. And, you know, they were on the second tier of E-Block somewhere, and fuck, here they are, man, yeah. It's fucking friendship, yeah. So some people do go to jail and make friends, but I didn't. Uh, and I, I just, I, that, that was a real interesting point. That was really a, a special point in my life where 
I, I say it was a gift, but because before that, the people that I spent my childhood with, you know, my father was in prison, my father got a 15 year sentence, my uncle got a 15 year sentence, a lot of my friends that I was hanging out with, you know, in, in childhood, um, you know, a lot of them died, and the ones that didn't die, um, when I say a lot of them died, I mean like half, literally, like of my six closest friends in childhood, three of them are dead now. Um, one's doing 30 years, one's doing life in federal prison. And so that was the type of people that I was around in my childhood, you know, my family, and just um, you know, really immersed in that type of an environment. Um, and you know, that, that gave me a, a moment of reflection where you know, I, I was only sitting there for 30 days, so, or excuse me, for 90 days, so that's, that's not a big deal, you know? It's not a big deal, you know, it don't feel fun when you're a fucking teenager, there's other things you'd rather be doing. Um, but it gave me a, a moment of like, oh, like, you know, at that time, some of my friends were going to prison for the third, fourth time by then. Uh, I was just in county jail, I never went to a penitentiary. And I'm like, well, if I continued down my current path, what would that look like, you know? And then, what, what would I like my life to look like? And that's really where I had the time to sit and think about that a lot. What, you got nothing else to do, there's nobody to have an intelligent conversation with. You can play cards, you could play like chess or checkers, you know. These assholes are like fighting over remote, like literally, it's like grown men are beating each other up, literally, over remote control, deciding if they're gonna watch like Jerry Springer or some other shit on the TV. And that's like literally Jerry Springer, they're fighting to watch Jerry Springer. Or I, I seen men like, you know, I seen men lose teeth fighting about, um, you know, what athlete, is like Chicago Bulls were playing somebody, I don't even remember the other team. And they're fighting about which athlete is better, you know, on this team or that team. Like, I'm like, motherfucker, you just knocked a dude's teeth out because over some shit that the guys are arguing about would never talk to either of these dudes, you know? They, they, they got in the NBA to get away from those type of people. So, it just, yeah, it just gave me an opportunity in life that, uh, you know, you, you didn't ask for, but it was, uh, in reflection, I would say it was a gift where I don't know that I would have changed my behavior so much have I not taken that time to really think about that. If I would have sat around in the day room and played cards with the other idiots, um, I think it would have turned out real bad for me, man. I think it would have turned out real bad. And I have no reason to think otherwise because that's what everybody else I was around, that's how they were, you know? And I, I started reading, I, di I didn't understand exactly what the fuck I wanted because I was a teenage kid and I had no guidance and, you know, it was a lot of guess and check. And you know, guess and check is very painful. It's really one of my motivators to try to help some of you is that guess and check is very painful when you don't have, when you have negative men mentors or negative role models, but you don't have good ones, and you're like, well, I know something's gotta be different, but I don't even know what the fuck to do. I'd probably go do that shit if I knew. You know, if you knew better, you'd do better. But um, yeah, you know, that, that gave me time. I started reading a lot of biographies. So while I was sitting there, I would just, I just read, you know, 150, 200 pages a day. I'd just sit there and read. And uh, I just read a lot of people's biographies. I read stuff from John Gotti, uh, which is, you know, is an auto, is a biography somebody else made about him. Uh, um, I read about all sorts of you know, billionaires and various famous people and people in history and so on, and you know, all, all throughout time. And I, just, I thought, like, what, what are the overlaps? What are the correlations? Well, you know, anybody worth writing a book about, anybody that, you know, anybody that, you, that you, is memorable in history from, you know, decades ago or hundreds of years ago or millennia ago in some cases of you know, Caesar or some of the great philosophers from ancient Greece or whatnot. Um, you know, these weren't people that lived a normal life. Like they, they did some abnormal things. So if, if you want to be memorable or have any real impact on the world, you're gonna have to do some abnormal shit. 
If you want to do normal shit and expect you know, abnormally good outcomes, that's called a fool. You're going to do what normal people do. You're going to have an outcome very similar to them. So that was one big you know, breakthrough moment. It's like, oh, if I'm going to have an abnormally good life, probably I'm going to have to do some things that other people just aren't willing to do. Now, when you're sitting in jail and the type of people that you're around, you know, that, that, has a, that could be a pretty crazy connotation in that environment. You know? So the guy in the cell, to, you know, if I laid in bed, the guy in the cell over here, he killed his brother-in-law with a hatchet, for instance. You know? So there's plenty of bad examples. of You don't want to mirror or mimic some of those things. Um, I, on the, on the, there's a couple other things I found. It's like, what are the, what are the people whose lives that, you know, it's not that I was you know, envious or jealous of those people. I guess envious in a positive way. I wasn't jealous like, uh, you know, like, fuck that guy because he's got something I don't or something. But, you know, envious in the sense of like, I want some of that shit, you know? I looked at that as like some of you know, elements of other people's lives that I would like to emulate, that I would like to have for myself. And I was never mad at somebody else for having something. I was just like, well, how can I get some of that? What would, be next, what would I have to do to go get this or this or that in life, you know? And just you know, a few common themes that I thought were very admirable and I think it'd be you know, fantastic thoughts for you to, to integrate even more deeply is like, well, what do those people have in common? Well, they're gonna have a good work ethic. They're going to have to engage in some you know, very abnormal behaviors. If you want extreme outcomes, you're going to engage in some extreme behaviors. The one guy over here, he didn't say he wants to work you know, 50 hours a week. He didn't say he wants to go from, 50 to, from 40 to 50. He said he's going to work 100 hours a week, over 100. Who said that, by the way? Is it? No, of course. <laughs> What's up, Juan? Um, so, you know, over 100 hours a week. So if you want, you want abnormally good outcomes, you're going to engage in some abnormal behaviors. You're going to have a good work ethic. And you're going to value education. You're going to be smart enough and humble enough, like, like this young Australian man. Uh, you're going to be smart enough and humble enough to say, you know, you know I'm, I'm just fucking stupid in that area and I need more help. This video is brought to you by Moneyberg.com. I want you to go to Moneyberg.com right now to see where you can meet me live when I come to a city near you. I want you to be part of our audience. I want you to be part of our elite success programs. I want you to be part of the fun. Most importantly, I want you to ensure your success and your financial independence working with me while we travel around the world and help people live their dreams. Go to BernieDeBerg.com. Success is closer than you think. It's waiting for you there.